0: get a little closer is this loud enough um no probably not no <clears> it is this feels good but yeah if you want to pick up it and hold it like the closer you get the better okay but also if you want to get loud just pull the mic away you got enough space so you're good you can just hold it
1: okay so this is probably better
0: that's way better okay so you see this little meter up here uh-huh if it goes yellow right that's okay but if it's red that's not okay oh okay there yeah you go. okay i got you there you go i got you all
1: right i've never actually got to do this mike mike check you one hold it you know mike one check close. two
0: yeah just a little bit just a little bit of space that's good coming to you live from ed's living room you're listening to state your take with ed and aaron staten are taken uh ed isn't here sorry guys he's in africa
1: Nigeria to be more
0: specific. Nigeria to be specific. Pacific. Um, So he'll be back in two weeks. So for today's show, Steve's back. Hey! If you didn't listen to our uh, NBA Jam Super Show from last week, you should go back and listen to that. And for these next two shows, since Ed's not here, we're going to be doing a very special set of podcasts. Nice. Nice. So today, we're talking WrestleMania. Yes, all yes. Dub dub e. Uh, let's get just get your initial thoughts on WrestleMania weekend as a whole, and then we'll dive into the individual matches and such. Like, what did you think of, of everything this week? This this the, the NXT
1: show was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The I would I didn't watch the Hall of Fame thing. Except for the parts where the guy ran up on Bret Hart and then caught hands. Um and then I had to watch WrestleMania in two parts because God that was long. Five it hours. was it was good. Like five was, and a
0: half if you include yeah, the uh, pre show. Uh
1: I watched a lot of wrestling in
0: those seventy two hours. Yeah. Um so And it's not like WrestleMania when it descends on a city Other promotions and other wrestlers and fans from all around the world descend on that city. So it's almost like going to South by Southwest or something where if you go to one event, there's going to be numerous other events going on at the same time. And you might miss out on something. That's why I don't really go to Mania because I'm just like, uh, you know, that FOMO thing. But also, like, it's a lot. Like, you wrestle out for an yeah, entire week because it
1: it's it becomes the wrestling capital of the world for what 7 to 9 days i guess if you count the next yeah. Well, yeah yeah so if you count that monday tuesday so like like a week straight there's like if there's any type of wrestling you like how no matter how niche the the form of wrestling is you know if it's a real comedy or if it's if you want to see somebody get smashed in the face with a light tube or something like that like all you have to do is probably turn left yeah, and it's right there most of the time during that week. And and that's like I guess it's one of those things where um so the WWE WrestleMania is only theirs. Like that's just their thing, but <clears throat> during that week everybody tags along and it's like, "Hey, we're wrestling too." Yeah. So everybody shows up and it becomes it's like, kind of like I guess if if every team could be somehow involved in the Super Bowl,
0: yeah, it'd be like if... Uh, like, not everybody's in the game, but everybody's here doing something. Yeah, it'd be like if the CFL came down to the Super Bowl and was like, hey, here's our football, too. Here's yeah, our brand yeah, of football. Yeah, and the
1: Arena, arena League or had arena a game league that day. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like that.
0: Like. Yeah. So, it started off on Friday this year with NXT TakeOver. TakeOver is usually on a Saturday, but... Because they had the Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday. And also the New Japan show at Madison Square Garden was on Saturday. I guess they decided that... Or, I don't know. Maybe they already had it in place. But NXT TakeOver is the pinnacle show for the NXT brand. Which started off as the developmental, sort of AAA version of WWE. Has now evolved into its own separate brand. Because the level of talent there is so high. And they've signed a lot of indie guys and girls who already have tons of experience, but they also breed their own superstars in a way, too. So it's just like this really high-energy, exciting glimpse at the future of WWE wrestling. Oh, yeah. It's going to get
1: good in a couple years. It's it's, it's going to be wild. And the thing is with those, why they're so good is they have the show and... Their pay-per-views are max three hours. The mm-hmm. big shows it's max three hours. So they're only this. What this last one they have five matches. Yeah, all killer, no so, filler. So so it's like so the first match had four guys, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So it's fourteen people on the card. Mm-hmm. Only fourteen people got to wrestle on their biggest show of the
0: year. Yeah, the longest match was thirty-eight minutes and twenty-five seconds, and that was the, the last the month. last match. Yeah. So, let's go through it. Uh, War Raiders. Hanson and Roe defeat Alistair Black and Ricochet. Hanson and Roe, the War Raiders, are modern-day Vikings. Literally. I, I love explaining this to people who have no idea what we're talking about. Literally modern-day Vikings. Yes. Uh, Roe got married to another superstar, and they had a Viking wedding. Yeah, she's a Viking as well. She's also a Viking. Also represented with the Royal Raiders with her gear. I don't know if you saw that, but they, she had a little uh, the symbol on her, I guess, skirt or whatever. Right over those little half pants things. Yeah, she had yeah, all those yeah. capri pants she was rocking. And so they defeated Aleister Black and Ricochet for the Tag Team Championships. Aleister Black and Ricochet have been on the main roster for a few weeks now. We knew that they were going to get the call up. And... They had a great moment at the end of the match. What did you think about the match? Okay, uh, first off, the War Raiders are awesome.
1: Yes. Um, especially I guess Hanson. He okay. So he's probably what five ten. Yeah, six foot maybe. Yeah, three hundred pounds. Uh, close to it. Yeah, and he does moon salts and yeah. like if when you think of wrestling and you think of like uh the flippy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that big, and he does the flippy stuff. Like, he does a handspring, literally does a back handspring, bounces off the rope, and hit a guy in the face with a back elbow. It was
0: awesome. Yeah, he's super agile, like, man. you're
1: not supposed to be able to
0: do that when you're that big. No. And it's it's fun because Ricochet is the pinnacle of flippy shit, you know? Like, if you want to watch somebody do high-flying stuff – and see the best person do high five stuff. Ricochet is the guy to see. And he's in a match with Hansen and Roe, and Hansen is doing his own version of flippy shit and standing out and holding his own.
1: Yeah, it's not that's not how it's supposed to work. And Ricochet had a power moment. Oh,
0: yeah, when he held him up, when he, when he, when he held, held him, him up, and then and,
1: and, and throw away a flo- uh, fall away slammed him. Yeah, that was pretty nice. We had a couple of moments like that over the weekend. I have a and question we, uh, for you. Yeah. Because I know you like Ricochet. Love Ricochet. I know you like Alistair Black. Love Alistair Black. Who you got? And between them? I
0: mean, like, if you were like, that's my guy.
1: You only get one.
0: I mean, who I've do been you take? following Ricochet's career a lot longer than I've been following Aleister Black's career. But that's only because I remember when I saw Ricochet in Shakara. And he looked. It was like, who was this child? Like, who let this child in the ring? Because he was legit. <laughs> maybe 16 or 17 and he was small like he was a tiny person yeah but he was able to do like all these cool flips and shit and i was like oh this guy's interesting and then he kind of evolved into the future of flight what we have now what we Mm -hmm. have now so yeah if i'm gonna pick a somebody to you know if at any point they do split up Oh, it's gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! No. It's gonna come. But yeah, yeah. whoever's gonna, who do I think would be um, a champion first, or who do I think is gonna be the merch seller first? I would say Ricochet. Okay, but that's just my. Am I gonna argue with you? It could be Dallas. Like I don't know. We all win, but also that match
1: has taught us one more proven fact: if you put the War Raiders to open the show, you're coming in hot, bro. They do that, like. Tag team matches have opened up the last several And look, you know what that is, though? That's one of those, hey, follow that. Yeah. Because, like, that next match, the second match of an NXT card, like, I've noticed, like, it's always the one where people go, oh, that was just a good match. Velveteen
0: Dream versus Matt Riddle. That was not just a good match. That was a real good match. That was a great match. Matt Riddle, former UFC fighter. And certified bro.
1: King of bros. The king of bros. I love the shirt say bro smoke down throw hands <laughs> retire brock it's like and it's all like a chick next to it i'm like i i don't see a flaw in his theory i don't see one i don't see a flaw
0: in it velvet team dream was uh former what was that show called no, tough, tough, tough enough. enough yeah former tough enough com- competitor didn't win but got crazy respect from the internet community Ended up getting a, a takeo, an NXT contract, has become the most dynamic superstar in NXT, possibly in WWE. Would you oh, say? That's, that's fair. All right. Nobody,
1: like I don't believe anybody more than I believe him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm like, oh yeah, that's who he really is. Like, yeah, he's son of a bitch, that's him. He
0: definitely has a has a side of him too. But he's was only pretty- twenty four. Yeah, he is so good, and he's only twenty four. Everybody who has worked with him has said that he's a prodigy.
1: Yeah, like those Plus, are the words he's used. If if your ring gear is as dope as his, you get a what? You you you. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. The last Brooklyn one when he had the uh, when he had the Cougie, the, yeah.
0: on the the biggie. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was great with the crown. Uh, this time he came out as a Statue of Liberty. I was like, it's <laughs> right up his alley. Just. Yeah.
0: Right up his alley. This was for the North American Championship. Uh, Velveteen Dream retained his title. Matt Riddle's first loss. Matt Riddle's first loss. Great showing. An amazing showing. Uh, Next match was Walter versus Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom Championship match. I appreciate your commitment to the bit. Thank you. Walter... Beat the shit out of Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne beat the shit out of Walter, and at the end, Walter beat the shit out of Pete Dunne a little bit more and won the United Kingdom Championship. Pete Dunne's United Kingdom Championship reign was six hundred and something days, some odd days, nearly two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was almost two years. Almost two years. Crushing it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about
1: that match? Um. So I'd only actually seen Walter wrestle one match before that. So you never checked out his indie stuff? I watched some, but not like sat and watched the whole match. Okay. Like I've seen, I've seen the highlights. I've seen what he can do. So I had an idea of what roughly I was gonna see. Mm -hmm. So I've seen, and I saw some. I saw, I did watch one full match when he was on the indies. I want to say it was the last match he had before he went to NXT. Mm -hmm. And he just killed it. Yeah. And then so I saw this one with Pete Dunne, and I'm like, this guy is awesome. Yeah. He's so big. He's and he.
0: He looks like a guy you just would not walk up to. He looks, he's a very old school looking wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The old school guys, while they were big, they weren't muscular. Right. But they were also the same kind of guys where if you saw them at a bar, these are not the guys that you want to approach with any kind of hostility towards Right like he doesn't have any definition in his body. None. He's just a mass of a human being. He's got f- hands the size of feet and he has feet the size of larger feet of <laughs> cars. Of cars. Yeah. Um really great U- uh, European style match, I thought. Oh yeah, they beat the shit out of each beat other. Beat the hell out of each other. Held nothing back. It's one of the things that we, we got to I think we, it's time to quit the narrative when WWE signs a guy from the indies fans on the internet the wealth of knowledge that they are will often say well they're not going to be able to work the same style they did on the indies as they do with WWE and that just isn't true anymore like we saw the kind of match that if they if Walter and Pete Dunne were on the indies they would have put on the same type of match that they did in NXT
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: no, it wasn't work. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> it's an inside thing. Uh, um, yeah, like, we see things now, like, that we would never have seen before, and so it's just a new norm. Now it's not like you have to wrestle this way. It's just you have to wrestle good. Yeah. Wrestle or well, or whatever, what I'm supposed to use there. Both but, work
0: for me. Yeah, just be a good wrestler, and it'll probably be all right. Yeah. Speaking of good, four-way dance for the women's championship, Shayna Baszler, Queen of Spades, current champion, defeats Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane by submission. Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane, I believe, are on their way up to the main roster? Correct. And Bianca Belair is slowly but surely becoming the number one contender? the nxt championship like in real life real life oh yeah, yeah yeah she's the next champion like she's she's been like she'll be the next one to be champion she's the one that's been getting the rub the most yeah at some recently. point
1: she'll have the the um the she's crowning fuck have you seen her videos that refer lifting yeah bro she was like a track star at tennessee i saw her deadlift like 400 pounds bro she i i wouldn't fight her i wouldn't fight real her. life fake fake wrestling real wrestling no dude parking lot ring none of that like she i'm not don't gonna run up fuck. on her
0: she takes her hair in a long ass braid to down to her waist and she uses it as a whip I think it's longer than down to her waist I really do it's long as fuck yeah it's a, it's a lot of hair but she's dope as shit yeah she's Shayna awesome Shayna Baszler also coming up on I think it's gotta be a year now forever and a day forever and a day she well, had well, her, she had like a uh, uh, there was a stint in the middle where she she lost dropped it to Kyrie yeah. Sane and then she got it back but she's been champion women champion for a long time part of the UFC four horsemen um Four Horsewomen. Not to be confused with the WWE version of the Four Horsewomen. Which I guess is another match kinda like they're just sitting on. This is an ace well, of I mean, if you ever get Fronda stays around or Fronda that I or... mean, that's the thing. I mean, who knows? Who's to say? Uh what'd you think about that match? It was good. It, it's hard to
1: those multi person matches have such a tendency to somehow end up in a clusterfuck. Because at some point, two people typically in a four-person match have to be sitting outside the ring. One of them is going to be laying on their back, just staring up at the sky, and the other is going to have both arms draped on the apron. And they're gonna every now and then they're just gonna peek up and look and make sure they haven't missed a spot yet, and then they're gonna run in. So it's it's kind of weird when you do those, but they pulled it off well. Yeah, because I like the part where they made Kyrie sane and uh, Io Shirai actually have to go at each other a little bit yeah like they tease it they tease it they tease it All right, now we're gonna do it and there's your your payoff for it you know what I mean but the Shayna Baszler thing not only has she been the champion the whole time like it they don't even make it look like she's gonna lose
0: yeah she's getting really protected like Asuka was yeah like well yeah take the loss out yeah take the loss out yeah but you you wonder what it's gonna like how they're gonna Maneuver. If they do choose Bianca Belair to be the next, you know, champion, you wonder how they're going to maneuver that that storyline to go. Oh, they
1: just they send Shayna Baszler up and they make her like a mini Ronda. Like she's gonna come out here and I'm gonna like punch you, punch you, punch you, hit you with this MMA move. I'm gonna get a whole bunch of wins, and then she's already got her two homegirls, you know, and. They can tag along and then at some point if you can't convince Ronda to come back, boom, made match. Here we Have go. Have they had matches yet? The other two girls? Not that I've seen. I haven't seen anything either. But you know.
0: Gotta get that to happen. I mean they're probably wrestling somewhere. I mean, you know. I'm sure they're getting training. Yeah. I just haven't seen it, no. Johnny Gargano defeats Adam Cole two to one in a two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT championship. Vacated by Tommaso Ciampa. Oh man. The Sicilian psychopath the best heel in wrestling fantastic beard got one of the best beards I've ever seen
1: oh yeah oh yeah and as a guy who who doesn't have the ability to grow a beard mm. like I if I, I that's how I know if I consider somebody to have a good beard like I can't grow a beard so yeah. but if I can look at your beard and be like you know respect if, it. if I could grow a beard I'd want a beard like that as opposed to I look at some guy I'm like dude you're just
0: wasting your beard yeah um not that it matters anything, but Meltzer said that this is the best NXT match or I think he said it's the best WWE match he's ever seen on television.
1: I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I saw Undertaker and Shawn Michaels wrestle at WrestleMania and
0: also it's fucking Meltzer. Like, who
1: gives a shit? Hey, look, seriously, he gave he gave Hulk Hogan Andre the Giant WrestleMania three negative four stars. Did he really? Yeah, true story. <laughs> like he hates Hulk Hogan. I hated Hulk Hogan. I mean, oh, did I you, love did this match. You, did you get that that one uh, thing I texted you that day where um, it was uh, from the Seattle Mariners and it was Ichiro retiring, and so they put uh, they put six, all they had was the video of him, you know, waving his hand and retiring, and they put six stars and in captions they put, well, because it was in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> And it's the, I, I was at work and I died laughing and nobody knew what I was laughing about. That's funny, I was pretty man. sure I sent it to you, but I they were like, they put six stars and they literally put in Prince's. Well, it was in the Tokyo Dome. That's and I was hilarious. like, that's pretty good.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Somewhere Tony Giovanni was dying laughing. I'm sure he was. Um, Yeah. I mean, that was a fantastic match. Johnny Gargano earning the title from Adam Cole. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better match between two better guys. I
1: mean, the only the only way that match could have been better is if it would have been him and Champa. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Literally, and, Gargano, and that's Cardano and, that, and Champa. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's because they've got the entire story to go through, and right. and, and like they've had what they what they what they main event like four takeovers in a row at one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they were killing it. Speaking yeah. of podcasts, he was on Edge and Christian this week. Gargano? Yes. No. 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 Champa. Champa. Okay. Fantastic. Listen. Okay. I'm gonna check it out. As he said, well, I mean, it was, nope. You know, he's like, oh, I'm not doing a gimmick anymore, so we can do interviews now. Yeah, that's true, right? That's what they said. They said they had been like,
0: like the, they been like, we've been waiting guy, to do
1: this. They're like, but we just weren't gonna step on your shit.
0: You know what I mean? Like that's not something you would have done, Cafe brother. K-fabe. Hey, hey, keep it real. Keep it real. All right, so moving on to the main card of WrestleMania. Um, First, start- though, how good of a takeover was it to you? I mean, the thing of a takeover is that each one is better than the last one. Somehow, right? Somehow, some way, they still keep coming up with funky-ass shit like every single day. I don't, I don't think that as a whole—no, yeah, this is what I'm saying. As a whole, I think the show was better than the last TakeOver. But I think that there are matches in previous TakeOvers that could be better. Right, 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 right. right. Like, if you were to take, like, just pick and choose. Yeah, cherry pick. Cherry pick matches. Like, you could assemble the greatest TakeOver ever. Oh, my goodness. And it would be better than just about any other pay-per-view. In the history of pay-per-views. In the history of pay-per-views. But with that being said... Every takeover they do, because, A, I think it's because it's only two hours. B, because the fans that are at the takeover right. are so rabid. And a rabid fan, live crowd, can really
1: make the difference. Like, like real fans are you and me. Because Both. we're sitting, well, no, no, I'm saying, but, like, the fans they have are the fans like you and me. Yes. Like, we've watched it forever. We understand. I I get it, guys. I know nobody actually got hit with a chair. I totally get it. I get I, I get it. We know that they don't really like it. But I'm show. in on the joke. Yes. So I don't care what you think. But but like regular just, oh, I watch wrestling. They're not going to sit down and do this with me and you. No. This is the stuff that the person at that show would do.
0: So they, it's just you're more into it. Right. There's I said this to uh, Rick the other day. I said there's wrestling fans and then there's people who like wrestling. Right. Wrestling fans... Are like the guy that tackled Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, we're gonna. Can, when can we talk about that? We're gonna talk. Okay. We're gonna. Do. Oh my goodness! And then there's people that are like wrestling. Yeah, they are functioning adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hold a nine to five, guys, who like this form of entertainment and can enjoy it for what it is, all the while being privy to the quote unquote inside baseball of it all. Right. That's the difference. Right. I also know Game of Thrones isn't real. Yes, but you can still enjoy it.
1: Speaking of which, you're still not?
0: No, I'm not. No? No? All right. So with that being said, this WrestleMania is probably my my favorite WrestleMania ever. All my favorites won. It's like,
1: okay, I sent you the text to you and Kyle. We have a third buddy in our wrestling group, Kyle, who couldn't be here. Shout out, shout out, Kyle. We also have a fourth member. He's our fourth horseman. Yeah. It's Mike Benisante. He's overseas somewhere educating the Utes. He's working the territories overseas. Yeah, he's making towns out there educating the Utes. <laughs> um, so it's just me and Aaron. But um, didn't I send you, I sent you the text message? I was like, guys, we got ev- almost every single thing we asked for. Yeah, You know, I- like... We got we got Cove. We got the man. Well, Hang on, hang on, hang on. on. Look, hang on we, you're burying
0: we, the lead. You're okay, burying the lead right, now. All right, all right, I don't know how to do podcasts, clearly. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. Let's start at the beginning. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. We kind of saw who was going to be the winner in this one. That was strictly
1: for, quote unquote, the rub. Yes. All, the only reason that happened was so it could be on Good Morning America the next day. Braun Strowman. And on Saturday Night Live the next week.
0: Braun Strowman, who is possibly the largest human being in North America, won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and now has a six-pack. Did you see him? He's fucking shredded, bro. It's not fair. It's not fair! <laughs> it's not fair. He's eight feet tall. So he... 300 pounds with
1: a six-pack. He is the opposite of Walter. How Walter had no muscles. Right. All of a sudden Brock showed up and was like, hey, you see all those cuts that like the weightlifters got? Yeah. Check it out.
0: I got them too, but I can pick up trucks. Yes. Like, <laughs> like he's legitimately. A, he, he he's
1: He was like a wor- he was one of the world's strongest men competition guys. Like, yeah.
0: He was a power lifter. Oh, beyond that. Like he was lifting boulders, like not even yeah, real weight. No, strongman competition. Yeah, strongman lifting. He was doing strongman competition. And his dad was the
1: Babe Ruth of softball i did not know that random i you know me i got caught on a a wormhole one night when he first showed up to wrestling i was like who is this big son of a bitch Mm -hmm. and i got on this wormhole and like at one point like his dad was out there like like every swing was a home run wow like his dad was out there just smashing slow pitch slow pitch softball like you and i used to play shout out to the fellowship by the way shout out to the fellowship um but yeah, and like in those pictures you see of his dad back in the day,
0: huge? his dad was his dad's huge, Monster. and he was cut, yeah, huh? Like huge. I guess it's just runs in a family. But yeah, so he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. The women's battle royal, Carmella, big winner in that one. Now I, I told you guys I saw a video. Think Corey Graves booked it. I mean. <laughs> More inside baseball. What are we talking about? I told you I saw that video of I forget who it was, but they were talking, you know, doing one of those like you know behind the scenes things, and they were in the arena and they had Carmella's video playing on the Titan. Oh right, right, right. Just as like a test. I didn't really think much of it, and then when they started the the match, and Naomi got an entrance, and who else got an entrance? Oscar, right? Oscar got an entrance. And then Carmella didn't get an entrance, so I was like, oh, then she's probably going to win this match because why would they be testing her video? Right. And then she ends up winning the match. I think it was the exact same booking as last year where they had somebody hanging out underneath the ring. Yeah. And then they popped yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean That's Battle Royal 101. Battle Royal 101. It's been something that I've been saying for since I've been watching wrestling. I was like, well, why doesn't somebody just hang out outside the ring and then enter the ring when the, the final two competitors are in there? I mean, it's just, logically, it makes the most sense strategically, right. but from like a performance entertainment standpoint, it's like, ah, that's cheap. It's, it's kind of hard to have somebody that's important to the match hiding under the ring the whole match. Like. Right. But I love Carmella. Um, also, it's weird that she's booked as the princess of Staten Island. WrestleMania is in New, New New Jersey. What's Sorry, shadow of New York City. <laughs> and come on man you're from new jersey you can claim we that got a, bro we got a, like Cafe hey, brother Cafe um and she wins because you know it's a notorious meme running joke that hometown heroes usually lose in their hometowns so kind of a nice little swerve there for also uh, did you see the luke gallows theory in full effect during both of those matches no.
1: So the Luke Gallo's theory on any battle royal is find a good brother and just exchange forearms. <laughs> and so I had never thought about that like as a way to to, to, to you know make the match happen. Mm-hmm. But after you hear it and you watch a battle royal, that's all you see. Like don't watch what the, the camera wants you to focus on. Look on the look, in, look on the peripherals. Look on the sides of the ring and the corners, and all you see is the same two guys. They move around the ring, they'll go post to post and they'll move around, but it's the same two guys either exchanging kicks or exchanging forearms. Mm. So I'm watching a battle royal the other day. Like after I'd heard it, I started watching one. Forearm.
0: Forearm. <laughs> Forearm. Fucking Luke Gallows just ruined every <laughs> battle royal for me. Also, speaking of Luke's, Harper came back. Yes. Unceremoniously, but very nice to see him back in a thought WWE. I thought ring. he was gonna get a moment there with him and him and Braun. I thought I thought he was gonna kill. Mustafa Ali with oh, he that tried. fucking uh, suplex oh, he tried. kicked off the ring and then both of them nearly landing on their necks so like somebody should tell Mustafa Ali like relax bro <laughs> got a long career ahead of you man cruiserweight championship Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese Tony Nice again from Long Island captures the cruiserweight championship from Buddy Murphy who also had a long I mean it's gotta be another year on that title reign we don't do facts checking here
1: Nah, that's for people with...
0: That's for people with pride. <laughs> um. Tony Nice. What'd you think? Did you see it? Yeah, did. I did. You watch it? What'd you think? Yeah, it was a really good match. Yeah. I didn't think Tony Nice was going to win. I I, really I kind of had a feeling. I was like, look, when Tony Niece won, I was like, oh, this could be one of those. This this might actually be that kind of show. Because again, anytime someone who is is wrestling in their hometown vicinity, you just... I, I'm programmed, conditioned, to have to expect them to lose. Well, I I knew that wasn't the case. This
1: event, like I knew, like hometown person wasn't losing. It was in a, in a later match. It like it was like, okay, that's what we're doing tonight. What when did you think that after the tag team title match?
0: I was like, oh okay, the raw, that, the raw tag team. Title yeah, match. I was like, oh okay, that's what we're doing. That's okay. what we're doing. All right, I'm with you. Cool. So let's cool. go there next because speaking of Tony Nese, he came up with these two guys named Zack Ryder and Curt Hawkins in New York wrestling. Zack Ryder is legitimately one of my favorite wrestlers because yeah. I remember watching Z true Long Island story on the on the YouTube channel and being like, "This guy is fucking hilarious." The internet champ of the world, the internet champion, and then Kurt Hawkins uh, started his own wrestling academy. Yep, giving back to the industry in which he took so much from him. Uh, I love that they were able to beat the Revival for the Raw Tag Team Championships.
1: There was... I was so conflicted because I like watching the Revival.
0: Love the Revival. Because,
1: again, I've been watching wrestling my whole damn life. They wrestle like people wrestled... They wrestle when like Arn and Tully. When I Yeah, they do. They wrestle like Arn and Tully. And, and very few things are better than watching Arn and Tully wrestle if you like wrestling. Love the Revival. Um, They're like the Hart Foundation. They're Arn and Tully. They're Demolition. Like, they do... Because the, like, neither one of them would be a great wrestler by themselves. They'd be a really talented wrestler, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't be somebody that anybody would pay money to watch.
0: They'd be Dean Malenko. Wow. I've been thinking about the revival a lot lately.
1: Yeah, Dean Malenko, huh?
0: I mean, Dean Malenko is one of the best wrestlers ever.
1: Yeah, he is. But that I makes sense. I see
0: where you're coming from. I can't think of a single Dean Malenko t-shirt.
1: You know how good Ric Flair is? How he made Tully Flair. Blanchard cool. That's a good point. That's how great Ric Flair is. Good point. I just thought I'd bring that up. Any chance to get a good Ric Flair story <laughs> in is always fun. It wasn't even a story. That's just a fact. Like, oh, we're
0: talking Ric Flair later. Uh, Ric Flair is great. When we get to the women's champion, the main event, we're talking some Ric Flair. But you weren't happy that the, the Ryder and Hawkins won? Or you were? Or? I'm Not really. Because I think like,
1: like I'm... Oh, my bad. Um... I like when the bad guys are the champions. It's more fun to me that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, it, I, I get it. Everybody wants somebody they like to win, and there's exceptions to the rule. Like, yes, I wanted Kofi to win. No, no, I did not want Brock to win. Like, I, I, sometimes I want the good guys to win, but I usually like because they'll, they'll always put on good matches. Everything they do is good. You know what I mean? I also didn't think they were going to get uh, Hawkins off of his 270, 260. What, how, how long was the losing streak? I think it was 260 okay it was a lot of losses in a row mm-hmm. and i enjoyed the fact that he was taking pride in so many losses it was it was fun it made the shtick good yeah also i assume zach Ryder already had his wrestlemania moment
0: zach Ryder's had a couple wrestlemania moments. that's what
1: i'm saying I, that's what i figured i didn't think i didn't think it was there but then i don't know halfway through that match you go oh it's okay the, hawkins and Ryder are gonna win this is what we're doing yeah I was more shocked the next night when they didn't drop the titles. To be honest with you,
0: we're gonna get to that. And I was more shocked that,
1: about, I was more shocked that they <laughs> didn't drop the titles the next night.
0: It was them and and Kofi that I was like, oh, oh my god, that's so oh what we're gonna do. Oh god. But anyway, so that, I I
1: really but it was a really
0: match. good match though. I enjoyed it. There too. was
1: a couple spots in there, and I was like, oh shit, I
0: haven't seen Kurt Hawkins jump over a rope in a while. I mean, yeah, this there was a there was a lot that he was able to display. When I mean it's amazing when you give guys time what they're able to pull out of their hats, you know. Um Randy Orton, AJ Styles in I mean on paper is that a dream match? Kind of, sorta, maybe. It's like a it, it on, on paper it's supposed to be
1: a really good match. I don't know if it's if, if anybody's ever been like oh I can't wait to see those two wrestle but it's going to be a good match I'm because be, Randy Orton doesn't know how to
0: do things wrong wrestling. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, I don't remember much about this match. I the remember most, the end. I the most memorable thing is the aftermath of Randy Orton and AJ Styles responding to fans saying that they couldn't see the match because there was a light shining. Yeah, half
1: of the building was.
0: In their face. Or uh, Yeah, a quarter. During that match, yeah. Did you see the picture? I did. I would have been furious if that was my view.
1: I totally would have sent an angry email. It was like
0: looking at an eclipse. It was not good. But I mean, I love Randy. I love AJ. I love what Randy did the next night where (laughs) he came out of nowhere. Was was that on SmackDown? It was
1: was two nights later,
0: but it it doesn't matter. Came out of nowhere, RKO'd, in full gear. And then was done. Like, that was his That was his shtick. So, was that was that awesome? Or was Kevin Owens back him even better?
1: Both of them were awesome. <laughs> so, that's where we're at now? The stunner's the finisher?
0: I think Kevin Owens taking a stunner, yeah.
1: We're just going to... Okay, that's cool. Think, no, I'm, I'm cool. totally cool with
0: it. That's fine. I love it. That's I fine. I love it. I'm uh, here for it. But yeah, no. I mean, I love AJ. I love Randy. I was fully expecting him to steal the show. Right. But on a entire card of show stealing potential matches. I mean they had a lot of work to do. And they but were I mean, on pretty early on. Like
1: I feel like just by itself though, you just just sit down and watch it. Don't compare it to the, the other seventy five hours of wrestling you watched that day. And it's a really good match. They went like they a lot of it was recalled to stuff they've already done. <laughs> ways they've already had matches, finishes, finishes and they kinda they, they tweaked here and tweaked there to get the finish. And I mean it was you know, it was a good match, though. It in was a vacuum?
0: Be... If they would have done that match on SmackDown, it probably would have been better. Oh, yeah. It would have been way better. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns. Roman's first match back after battling leukemia. First big match. First singles match. Yeah. After battling leukemia. Um, versus Drew. <laughs> Scottish psychopath. A lot of psychopaths in right? the WWE. Yeah, yeah, Sicilian yeah. psychopaths. There's a Scottish psychopath. They both look crazy though, so I mean I'm not gonna argue it. Dude McIntyre's a fucking unit, dude. You remember that, when we were in Extreme Rules and we saw him and he walked out and he was like just seven feet of shoulders? Like I
1: I had to go back and look at old uh Videos like I looked on. I looked up something old on the network. He did
0: not look the same. That's not the same guy. It's not the same guy, man. That guy ate a whole bunch of muscles. Same with Zack Ryder. Like, remember Zack Ryder when he? Dude, I I realize I talk about guys' bodies a lot, but we're talking about wrestling here. These guys must have naked. Drew McIntyre did some work on the Indies. Oh, yeah, that dude got like he. Have you ever seen his match with Credo Uh, in uh, Impact? No, it no. was, uh, I think it was, I actually think it was McIntyre's last match before he came back to WWE, but he dropped the title to Grado, and it was fucking awesome. Was it? Oh my, the the crowd itself, because all the entire crowd, like it wasn't like a, a stadium, so they didn't have like stadium seat and goes up. It was just all flat. Oh so, yeah, that was
1: definitely Impact.
0: So, no, it wasn't Impact. It was like an indie show, and I think it was in, I think it might've been ICW? Maybe, maybe, but uh, anyway, the the crowd looks like it goes on for miles, and mm-hmm. they just lose their shit when Grado wins that. T- but it's it's fantastic. You should watch it. Um, but what do you think about this match between McIntyre and Reigns? It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Just kind of okay. Yeah, but again, it's like it's weird seeing Roman. They just, they
1: just wanted they just wanted those two to wrestle. I honestly think that's what it was. Like they were like, all right, at some point, that's money. Yeah, like at some point we're gonna make a lot of money off those two wrestling. Mm -hmm. So let's let's just put it on the big stage. Let's see how it goes. Let's get you know a rough run of it. See what see what the reception of it is, and then we can work from there.
0: It's weird seeing Roman not in main events though. Yeah, because for the longest time, even when he was in the Shield, like it's always been a big deal to see Roman Reigns, and for him to be in a sort of mid card. He'll be back. I know. I'm excited. I can't wait. I love Roman Reigns. He'll be back on top. I love Roman Reigns. Uh, Shane McMahon versus The Miz. I love The Miz. I also love The Miz. I'm
1: one of those people who saw him when he was first on The Real World and wanted to punch him in his face. I was like, that is a person that I would never in my life want to be around. Mm-hmm. And then you realized not too long after it went off the air that oh, I mean, he's an asshole, but he's not that asshole. With a heart of gold. Right. So I'm saying he's an asshole. He's a certain kind of asshole, but he's not the asshole you saw on TV. He was literally working on his shtick. Mm-hmm. Like he was working on his on his on his on his shit.
0: Yeah.
1: He's he- so good. And I've never wanted to cheer for him before. Like he plays the character so well that like it's like, oh God, I just fucking hate you. Just go away. And it's the first time you've been like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean?
0: Shane McMahon slowly turning into the Undertaker.
1: Because I kind of have one of those dads too, though. Who, who doesn't? I love you is not something he
0: says. Oh, so you're related to? This. Yeah, yeah,
1: I felt that. Like my dad, like like I'm, I'm i My dad is not like him. Where it's like his dad has never told him he loved you. My dad has told me that before, mm-hmm. but my dad's not the
0: affection dad. Has your dad ever tried to square up with a billion dollar industry? Uh, I know one loss? time. I know one time when
1: I was thirteen or fourteen. It was one of the last times I played like organized baseball as a youth. So I was on second base and I got picked off. I wasn't paying attention. I ADHD moment or something. I don't know. I got picked off. I'm coming back to the dugout, and the coach is like, "You're so fucking stupid." And the next thing I know, there's like five people trying to hold my like five foot seven father back. Like, and, it's, and, it's, and, they're not, and it's not just like five guys doing it. it's five guys having to do it and they were struggling (laughs) to keep him back he was going to get him some so like i know my dad cares but he's not the affectionate type so i kind of see where that how that works for some people so this is a good storyline for you yeah and you find out though there's tons of people who have relationships with their parents like
0: that i'm pretty sure shane has that kind of relationship with vince oh i wouldn't doubt it like i i'm almost positive like he's talked about that before how he's just been searching for his father's approval for his entire life. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It, you gotta, hey,
1: everybody's got a reason to I do things, you know
0: what I mean? Like, this was it, a great match, though. It, oh, yeah, great moment, them suplexing off of the scaffolding. <laughs> and then I like the finish even
1: more. I like the fact that Shane won because Miz tried to kill him, yeah, and then he got to <laughs> rub it in his face, like, therefore, you know, thereafter, yeah, like, that part was awesome to me. Like, you lost.
0: But you did everything you said you were gonna do except win. We've never seen Miz have that kind of match before, mm-hmm. have we? Have we ever seen Miz do like a street fight, no holds barred, um, false count, anywhere match? I can't think of a time.
1: I don't. I don't think so. At least not one where like it was like straight up like that. He might have done something where you know it, the match was going on and he had somebody. You Miz know, has,
0: has spent most of his time in the ring, like wrestling wise. He's, he's yeah. Not he's like either a,
1: actually wrestling or he's just holding a microphone talking.
0: Right. Very good, though. Very, oh, very good. He's so good. Hall of Famer. He's so good. Batista. Drax did destroy Drax. Going up against Kratos, the God of War. <laughs> Triple H. They have to make a God of War movie with Triple H. Though. I'm serious. Like, they have to do that. Do you know? It's right there. It's right, it's right there. there. And you know he would be good at it. Oh, he would it. Oh, my God.
1: Because there wouldn't be a whole lot of talking. Wouldn't... It be? Oh. All the talking is small, simple,
0: short words. It's either Triple H or it's Tommaso Ciampa. That's those are the only two people on the planet that can play Kratos. But it's it, it's got to be Triple H. But he, it's got to be Triple like. H. It's no, no. Here's what they do. Here's what they do. They do a like a time lapse movie where it's like the first half is Tommaso, the second half is Triple H because he aged, and now he has a son. Someone, someone
1: call a studio somewhere.
0: They have a studio, making
1: a WWE movie. Well, well, you call us. You call them. Then let them know. This we got this
0: money out here. You guys want this bag? They really, they really need to do that. Um, what do you think about this match? It was long as fuck. It didn't
1: draw. You know, it was the longest match of the night, right? Long on, hmm? it was the longest match of the night. You know that? Oh, right? easily, yeah, easily with entrances, yeah, for yeah. sure. That was fucking forever. It really did take Um, a long time. So, all right, let's talk about everything about this match. So, drunk Batista's the best Batista trying (laughs) to get in the ring when he busted his head. Like, drunk Batista's the best
0: Batista. (laughs) He can't help himself from making himself into a meme. He was so hyped to get in that ring and do his shit. Like,
1: he was so ready to shake those ropes Uh, that, like, he, he literally
0: almost took a full face plant. Dude, he did it again. Yeah. Like he got out of the ring and was like, "Alright, I need to do this one more today. time. One more time. One more time for the video package." Nope. And he
1: can't got it. get it. Can't get it in. Can't get it. We got we got to see a motorcycle. We of got course. to see
0: Mad Max. Yeah, of uh, course. 3D rendering from <laughs> Full Sailing University. That shit was wild. Um I I not wasn't know
1: bad but it wasn't anything that i haven't ever seen before in a quote in a no holds barred
0: match. listen it's wrestlemania you gotta have your legacy match on wrestlemania yeah, yeah. you got i'm not, not it. arguing with the match no no, no, no,
1: not at all people are like oh it wasn't good it was too long oh yeah granted, it was too long that's for sure you probably could have shaved
0: about eight minutes off of that motherfucker and it was long, good but it was good to see batista back into a ring
1: bro he's still so swole
0: yeah, Bro. I think I think he's just like I think him and Goldberg are just like they're gonna be jacked forever. Ever. Also, he got so much more ink, didn't he? He covered up that sunflower on nah, his. Yeah, it took stomach. him long enough. <laughs> took him long enough. Um. Yeah. Like those were dolphins, weren't they? I don't know what they were. I couldn't tell. It just looked like a big smudge. It was horrible. It was bad. But yeah, I mean, whatever. What was your favorite part of the match? Favorite spot of the match? Um rick coming out yeah rick being there was cool um it would have been cool if randy came out too if they both were like like rick took triple h aside and randy took, B- took batista h- aside. but that really didn't really makes sense because batista give he did, thumbs down, he did yeah, the thumbs was, down oh, and yeah. It, yeah so i guess in in kayfabe it doesn't really work but i don't know i mean the nose ring getting pulled out was pretty interesting right but as,
1: as soon as he grabbed, like he had him in the ring, he grabbed the pliers and said, "Oh, like oh, we're going for the nose ring." Yeah, like you knew
0: it immediately. That, yes, that who they goes were going to a fight for. with a nose ring in? Uh, I mean, just bad decision. Just, right. Yeah, it's not a smart move. It's not a smart move. Speaking of legacy matches, Kurt Angle had his final match versus Baron Corbin. Okay, so here's my thing.
1: I'm one of those people who I would have preferred that he wrestled John Cena. Yes, I
0: would have preferred that. It, for but, people who don't know. The the reasoning for that is John Cena's first match on the WWE main roster was against Kurt Angle. Correct. So for Kurt Angle to end his career against John Cena would
1: it, it have been would, a nice it would have been bookend. really good. Yeah. But
0: that's that's neither here nor there. So I don't mind Baron Corbin
1: as much. He does what he's supposed to do. Like I've seen video of him in real life. So I've seen the real person that plays the character. <laughs> And then I see the character and I get it. You know what I mean? I'm like, "Oh, so you're not a complete tool. Yeah. You're just good at it." Right. Like you're good at it. So, but plus, who's the most hated person in the WWE right now? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Well, he's up there. Like that guy can't that guy can't sniff a cheer. There's nobody in the audience who's like, "All right, Baron Corbin's here."
0: Except maybe me. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, don't, I can't think of any many people that are. There is nobody who's a Baron Corbin fan, from what I understand. Though he's got a great reputation
1: backstage, people like him because, as I'm saying, I've seen him in real life, and he's not the person on TV. So you know that
0: it's it's, it's a good work, and, and you know he's Kurt a big had, guy, he can move. Kurt had a hand in deciding who his ma- last match would be against. Well, even if he even if he didn't,
1: yeah, that that's one of the few things they did at rest. Not one of the few things, but I mean they actually finished off stories here. Again, they finished this story off like three months ago and then brought it back, so blah, blah, blah. But, someone, you got what you wanted out of it. People hate Baron Corbin. Someone on the internet
0: said that they should have switched opponents for the Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns match. Like, Drew should have beat Kurt, and Roman should have beat Baron Corbin. Like, those would have been better matches to have, storyline-wise, because now uh roman beats corbin which is like you know no big deal and then drew mcintyre beats kurt angle and then now he gets a little bit more heat on him but he's already beat kurt angle yeah I don't so know. It does,
1: like my only thing is though like so there was no real loser in the roman reigns mcintyre match right because at the end of it you're like oh roman reigns won but mcintyre's you know he's still great it doesn't matter if Kurt loses. Who cares? It's your last match. You're supposed to go out on your back, right? You know how this, this is supposed to work? That's what they say. And then, so the only person that was really, it had anything gained there was Baron Corbin. And you're just making him even more hated. And it, it's exactly what you wanted to do, I think. I like Baron Corbin. I think he's,
0: I thought he was, I thought in, in NXT, he got to wrestle more. Oh, NXT Corbin was great when he was beating them in like five seconds. When they had the point where they were, the crowd was counting down, right, to how long he, it took him to, to beat a guy. How long it took him to beat a guy? That was great.
1: Like he was wrestling. I love the uh, like the throw him in the corner, slide under the bottom rope, yeah, come around, slide back into the ring and hit the clothesline or the big boot or something like that. You know, that's you know, all right, deep six, great move, dude. That, End of days, great move, dude. The slide out, slide back in thing, yeah, that's an Undertaker move. Yeah, that's like if some the, shit taker, like if old, under, taker if old. If like young Undertaker did that move, they'd be like, "That's one of the greatest fucking moves in wrestling history." When
0: Undertaker did the the uh, over the top plancha, plancha, I, that was a big when he used to do the flying clothesline,
1: dude. The walk on the
0: rope, the old school walk on a rope. I mean, what are we talking about, Taker? And then he wasn't on WrestleMania. And then wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying Shane McMahon is the new
1: Undertaker. He's the new Undertaker. Except um, if he catches L's here and there, right? Yeah, but
0: he does like the big memorable
1: thing. Well, he's gonna like—I think that's what WrestleMania is for now. For Shane to jump. For off, Shane to jump, jump off stuff or probably. get thrown off stuff or yeah. whatever.
0: Uh, next year, WrestleMania is going to be uh, Shane's going to walk the plank off of an actual pirate boat into shark into shark-infested waters. As long as they put Christian in the Hall of Fame, I don't care. N- Speaking of tag teams, uh, the Usos. Jimmy and Jay retained...
1: My my favorite tag team.
0: Yeah. Retained their titles against Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet competed for the Raw Tag Team Championships, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and the NXT Tag Team Championships all within a week's time. Very impressive. Pretty sure that's never been done before. That tells me one thing they really like those guys somebody smells like money yes i mean look at ricochet he's got eight pack he's got
1: but look at aleister black he doesn't look like a wrestler that wwe would sell you
0: he doesn't look like anything like, anybody he's got would like, sell like
1: sell occult you. tattoos and like demonic yeah, shit dude. on there there's like almost no like he's the white dude that's got some he's you know chris bird he's i mean chris anderson like he's just mm-hmm. full tatted now yeah yeah, they would not yeah. have sold this guy to you 10 years ago.
0: You can't. He's such a good wrestler. But, I mean, he's he got a lot of green on his back. And he's got a lot of green in his bank account, too. And. 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 I know what you're about to say. And. And Yes that's that helps. yes
1: that that <laughs> makes me respect you on a whole different level and i'm 100%. like oh hundo not only can you wrestle use a salesman bro one like, hundo
0: you can sell anything anyway usos win uh i think two three yeah the only champion them and samoa joe were the only champion champions to walk into wrestlemania and then walk out of the wrestlemania with their titles Right, then came Tuesday. Then came Tuesday. But,
1: but the, Uso's they're, they're my favorite tag team. Fantastic. They're 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 great. They went from the the guys with the face paint who are just out here trying to tell, sell t-shirts and with the awesome entrance. Right. They doing doing the uh doing the dance and everything and mm-hmm. Then they went to their regular more like themselves in the Uso Penitentiary thing. Yes. And they're like we're just two brothers
0: who rely on strictly each other from the bay and and we'll fuck you up if we have to. Yeah. What do you think about Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev's current state? Rusev only... Where WrestleMania was that in, in San Francisco? 31? 32? I think it was 31. you talking about the tanks? Yes. Came in as universal champion, rode in on a motherfucking tank. Shinsuke Nakamura, former IWGP intercontinental champion, made that championship relevant, came through NXT... Lit the whole fucking world on fire. Has one of the best entrances ever. Now they are a tag team together and floating amongst the mid card with no real direction.
1: I'd say floating amongst the mid card is putting it nicely. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised
0: if Nakamura is back in Japan soon. You think he goes back to New Japan? Yeah. You don't think that he uh, is a little more elite than that?
1: He might be, but who do you think is going to give him more money? Like, but like, like, think about though—he can go back over there and he's like the returning conqueror because that's all he said he'd do. He wanted to come to American Wrestle, see what it's about, see what he could do. What do, do you think about America?
0: them shining, signing Kushida?
1: Oh, that's cool. I love that dude.
0: I love him too. But I'm afraid he's going to get stuck on 205 Live and ain't nobody ever going to see him. I'm afraid he's going to get the Kenta treatment, where he's just like not.
1: But I think that was part of like part of that though. But they were trying to run with him and then he got hurt. And they tried to run with the beginning.
0: And he got hurt again, right? But they shoehorned him onto the main roster onto 205 five without really giving him any programs to work on NXT. Yeah,
1: I'm with you. So, but I mean, like I, he's like she a great wrestler. Yeah, I love the uh, I love the Marty McFly
0: gimmick. Like, it's fantastic! It's, it's really really good. Yeah, like, nerds get it. Other people don't. Um, I'm excited to see it. But, but I, I, I I mean just, I'm a big Shinsuke Nakamura fan. And I, that's what I'm saying. I have a feeling he'll go back to Japan once this is over. I want more from him. He's for a, him,
1: he's the returning conqueror. Him mm-hmm. and Okada, and then they get to make you know they sell Tokyo Dome twelve more times. Oh, gain chaos. Yeah, get eighteen stars or whatever it is. Mm. But in and Rusev, I, like Rusev, I don't Rusev know. Too. Rusev just seems. I feel bad for Rusev because I legit feel like his wife brings half his problems to him.
0: I don't she'd know. She be out there. She be on social media reckless. I don't know if that's fair. I think that I ain't saying it's fair. It well, happens. I just no, I because I don't think that she's bringing a lot of heat mm. to him. I just think that he, he, the character I think that they wanted him to be and the person that he is are so far different. Yeah, they're polar opposites. So I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's difficult for him to be that, you know, brainless monster heel. I think that him doing the Rusev Day stuff that was, was so fucking good. awesome. And for whatever reason, that's gone now. And I don't understand because Aiden English is now doing commentary, and Rusev is kind of not really doing much of anything. So, whatever. Yeah, um, that was just that's a case of, of two guys not doing anything. Put them together. Yeah. Boss and Hug connection. Bailey and Sasha Banks. there's a lot to unpack here. Oh my with goodness! This one. Well, in the last couple of days, yeah. Um, versus the Iconics: Peyton Royce, so, Billy Kay. No, no, say it right. I- <laughs>
1: iconic oh iconic
0: (laughs) beth phoenix and natalia and nia jackson tamina um iconics peyton royce and billy Kay take the women's tag team championship they shocked the world did they i i called that
1: you did but i didn't see it ever happening i figured that was either bailey and sasha were going to win again or they were going to give it to the samoans but then i found out that nia had to have like ACL both our ACLs repair, I think double ACL so that that was never gonna happen and you can't get Beth Phoenix to wrestle enough I don't think
0: really good to see her back though oh yeah dude she's still a good wrestler is she gonna be full-time I don't think I doubt it I doubt it love Beth Phoenix um
1: but key, yeah I-, I legit thought Bailey and Sasha would 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 win it would win because you know they've never really had the, the Wrestlemania type moment and you know, they're the first champs. They can get on the turnbuckles and raise it up, and we're doing this, and this is part of the evolution, and blah, 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 you know what I'm saying?
0: But I was so much happier to see the iconics win it. Let's talk about the dynamic between Bailey and Sasha and Charlotte and Becky in the past year.
1: Well, it... All right, we'll see. Bailey the caught, four horsewomen of well, NXT. caught the rough end of it to start with. Yeah. She was the one that got left down... And she was the one that got charged of putting Asuka over. Yeah. So automatically, by the time Bailey got there, she was already like you know behind the eight ball mm-hmm. because your job was to let this other girl come in here and beat you for six months straight. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, like even when you you somehow would not there would be wouldn't be a decision you would get out like you were always you never overcame that. So you didn't come up when they did, and then, I mean, Becky just took over wrestling. Yeah. Charlotte Flair is. It's not a joke. It's not something that they just say to be funny. She's the chosen one. Yes, like she'll she'll be the greatest women's wrestler in the history of women's wrestling when she stops wrestling. She's Steph Curry. I
0: don't even. She, she's LeBron, bro. No, she's Steph Curry because she was touched by the wrestling gods. Like LeBron is like I would say. No, she, she's LeBron, re- bro. No, she's Steph Curry.
1: No, she's the she's, chosen she's Steph Curry. one. She was built for this. Like, this, 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 she was built to do this.
0: She's Steph Curry. This is, no. No, she's Steph Curry. No,
1: she's LeBron. She's, she's, she she's, she's, she's the, mo- like, she, like, Steph's your regular guy. Steph's Becky. No, Steph's a re- Steph's, Steph's a- not Becky. Steph's a regular person. Steph- Steph's not regular. No, 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 but you know why you can sell Steph because he's the little dude that sits over there and shoot threes. He's a small guy compared to these other guys. You look at LeBron and you go, oh, that guy's a fucking specimen. Nobody says that when they look at Steph Curry. They go, oh, that fucking guy can shoot his ass off and dribble. LeBron's a fucking specimen. Like LeBron is a prototype. Charlotte is the same thing like Mm. that you you can't if you were trying to build a women's wrestler it would be charlotte or lacey evans i guess one of those two no i'm telling you no she's lebron bro Uh, nah man call kyle
0: (laughs) kyle will tell you i'm right okay but anyway steph is 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 becky sasha banks in the last couple of days has been rumored to be very unhappy i heard she do it quote unquote tantrum her her and bailey have seemingly been very unhappy with losing the titles and um their their placement on the roster so to speak i don't know if that's true or not i don't even really feel good about perpetuating those rumors
1: but that's that's why i put that's why i said quote unquote they said they quote unquote threw a tantrum and i find that hard to believe because they're both adults
0: yeah right like i don't know I don't know what titles mean to wrestlers. Right. Like I know what they mean like emotionally. To wrestling. To wrestling. And I know what it means emotionally. Like, oh, like this is the company like getting behind you. Like this is the company saying that you are good enough to be one of the faces of the company. I understand that. But in terms of like do like when Do they care if they win though? Like like, keep the title. Do wins and losses really matter to you? i think i don't know i don't know i don't think that well i mean we i don't even want to bring it up like we just talked about kurt hawkins having his, his losing streak right but in reality that was the best thing to happen to his career right because he embraced it because he embraced it and right, some of where he people, got him. like
1: some of these people i think they they buy into the stuff like oh i can't lose i i i i, I look like a loser blah blah blah. guess a fuck yeah like, the only reason I think anybody should be mad about having or not having a championship is your paycheck. If it right. makes your paycheck bigger, be happy. Be all, all the world, be pissed off. I'm with you. If it doesn't affect your bottom line, why are you so mad? It's a story. Yeah. That's my only beef with that. And wrestlers I, in general, because they'll tell you, oh, it's entertainment. And they'll tell you, it's, oh, it, you know, we're just here to put on a show. We're just here to do that. But then you'll hear, like, oh, I legitimately walked out because they had me keep losing.
0: Yeah, like I've even, never even heard the that. people that do the wrestling don't get it sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll find out, and I guess in the next couple of weeks on how legitimate those claims are that Sasha and ba- Sasha and Bailey are unhappy. But I mean, I just I don't. You work so hard to get to the WWE. I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe you look, could you know be what? driven you know, to they, those want to beat.
1: Those two had, for a long time, they had my favorite women's match that I'd ever seen. In Brooklyn. That, for a long time, that was the one. then the, uh, the Becky Charlotte Last Man Standing match mm-hmm. became my favorite women's match ever. And it still is.
0: That one's still on top. I still haven't found one better than that, personally. Uh, let's move through the rest of these pretty quick. Well, not the rest of these, but uh, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio. That was like a... 60 second match. 60 second match. Yeah. Rey Mysterio was hurt. Uh, Samoa Joe is the universe, uh, United States champion. I love Samoa Joe. He's fantastic. Joe, 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 Um, Joe. But he Joe. beats Rey Mysterio pretty handily. Finn Balor captures the intercontinental, oh, sorry, the demon captures the intercontinental championship from Bobby Lashley. All right, guys, we're not going to, we're not going to skip past this. Finn Balor
1: is Aaron's favorite wrestler. Current, currently yes. right now and he he's probably in aaron's top five all time but yeah. i know he is his current favorite wrestler yes like if aaron were nine years old again i would be dressing up he like would the be demon. At walmart right now yep. looking for the demon mask on the toy aisle sure i'm just telling you there's no i'm not and
0: i don't mean that is to knock you because no. i used to, i had an ultimate warrior one hey amen you know i'd be I mean? painting abs on me and dressing up like a demon and crawling so, around my, hey, my i would like
1: you to tell people your your problem with them what was your phrase uh why don't they have him out here having these soccer moms
0: salivating every day? Finn, okay. Here's my thing. All right. Here's the thing. I, I was hoping for this. Finn Balor should be the face of the WWE. Finn Balor, Adam Cole, Ricochet, these are all very attractive dudes, right? Objectively speaking. Seth Rollins, very attractive dude. CrossFit Jesus. CrossFit Jesus. Um, You have these... Uh, Attractive guys wrestling without their shirts off, right? Being funny, being personable, being uh, you know, do doing the, all these make a wish things, being great to kids, you know, like just being the personification of a good person, right? Why the fuck would you not have Finn Balor doing TV shows, doing movies? Doing interviews on like the view and the, the the doctors or whatever the fuck is on daytime news. Why don't you have why don't you outsource your talent to go outside of whatever market you think that you have cornered it? Like the people who the people uh, that watch WWE programming are already watching the shows that the the wrestlers show up on. Right, Like they're already watching fucking uh, Haven or whatever is on the USA. They're already watching Ms. and Maurice. Like they're already watching the shit that you are plugging on your programming. Why not have your, your talent go off and, and infiltrate another market? You know, like the moms who are watching daytime show and the dads who are watching daytime TV while the kids are at school. They may not be familiar with who Finn Balor is, but I, their kids might be. So why not just have him on the fucking shows? Why not just have, like, you have all this. He should be the fucking face of the company. I don't understand. What are we doing? Like, what are we talking about? He's a champion. He was the first universal champion. Now he's a two-time, two-time intercontinental champion. Two-time? He's a former NXT champion, longest reigning NXT champion. Like, what's that? we're not even going to talk about the Japan stint. We're not gonna even talk about his stuff out in Europe. Like it just seems silly to me that they're just wasting this guy. And he's not that young anymore. Like he's my age. You know? And in, in terms of wrestling, like the longer you the, the longer you're in it, the older your body is getting. Uh, significantly. So even 35 is like, you know, it's getting up there. I just want to let you guys know that was Aaron being passionate. Finn Bal was a new inter- Intercontinental Champion. He came out as the Demon. He powerbombed Bobby Lashley. Bro, that was... I mean, I didn't think he... It's not that I didn't think he couldn't he's do it. He's strong! But it looked good, right?
1: What are we talking also, about? Also, how good is Leo Rush, man? He's fantastic. How good is Leo Rush? Love Leo Rush. I just Rush. want to punch that little dude in his face. And I mean that in the best possible way. Now, I don't really want to punch him in the face, but he makes you
0: want to punch him in the face. He's great. Um, and he's legitimately like 160 pounds. If that dude... Um. Oh, we we skipped over we Seth skipped and Brock. over Brock and let and Seth. Right, i figured you were trying to do like title stuff. Well, like no, him. I was just going by this oh, okay. list right here. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar finally loses. Finally loses the Universal Championship to Seth Rollins. Pretty good match. I mean, it was it's what you get from a Brock match. Like, and I I don't mean
1: that in, in, as any um any slight on him. Cause I was telling one of the guys I work with that I, that I that watches wrestling and that, that you know is in, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know why I hate that guy and blah blah blah. His matches are all bad, this and that." And I was like, talking about Brock, right? He was talking about Brock, and I was like, "Did you watch the one with Daniel Bryan?" He was like, "Yeah." It's like clearly you didn't. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the one with it, the two or three with AJ Styles? Mm-hmm. No, you did. No, clearly you didn't. Did you watch the one with Finn with the one with Rumble? Finn? You did. No, clearly you didn't. Did you see the WrestleMania one with Roman? You claim you did, but I don't think you did either. Did you see when he took
0: the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak? Because like those are matches. Like he, like people just don't like that he's not around a lot. People don't like that because they think that Brock doesn't actually care about wrestling. Brock doesn't care about wrestling. No, I think he does. I don't. I do. It's a job. I think he cares because I I think that you wouldn't do this if you didn't care. Like Brock, there's a million other things Brock could do for money, but nothing that's going to pay him this. Yeah, but like I think Brock is like this is the easiest way for me to make
1: a shit ton of money. Sure. This is way easier than actually fighting. Yes.
0: But he's like you wouldn't do it if you didn't like there's no job in the world I'm not saying that he, he would I'm not saying he if hates wrestling. No, I'm saying like there's no job in the world and there's no amount of money in the world for anyone to do anything if you don't get some enjoyment out of it. Well, that's what I'm saying, but like I'm not saying he hates it, but he doesn't but he's there for a paycheck.
1: Yeah, but He's, he's not, not there because he's chasing a dream. This I, I this is my my
0: my childhood dream. No, this is what no, I wanted. No, I don't do. think that that's the case and I don't think that ever really was the case. I think and, and that I'm fine he's a nat- that. I think he's a natural athlete. I think he's a freak of nature. He found something that he picked up relatively easily, was good at, was Someone was willing to pay him a lot of money to do it, yeah. and he was like, oh, okay, dude, I could do this. I'm not throwing
1: shade at him for just being there to, to have a check. I, there's nothing against that. I'm not knocking
0: But him. I don't think that you can be a professional wrestler and not care about it. Not, like I just don't think you can. But I think it can be just a paycheck to you. I do. I really do. I don't, he, I don't think that's the case for them. Dude, that's the I way really
1: Goldberg don't. was. Goldberg didn't give a fuck about wrestling. Goldberg just wanted his money, and there was no better way to get it. I don't think that that's true either. He said as much. When? All the time, he was like, I wrestled, I finished out just to wrestle. I don't want to do this. I'm only doing this because this is
0: how I can make the most money. Then why would he come back?
1: Because he gave him a shit ton of fucking money.
0: Yeah. I don't think that everybody does everything for money anymore. I don't think they do, but there's so Especially people, when there's other avenues to make money. I'm not like, saying. Like, doesn't Goldberg have his own podcast? I'm.
1: But there's no way a podcast can give him a payday like a WrestleMania can. It doesn't
0: have to. It's just as long as it's consistent. But I'm just. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just but don't I just, I just don't buy I just feel like nobody I passes
1: up free money a lot.
0: But I don't buy that you could be a professional wrestler, given what we know, what it takes to make it in the in that industry, and not have some measurement of passion for it. I just don't.
1: It, I just I think a lot of I think it's not a not a lot. I don't. I don't think so everybody's on the same level. I think it's the vast minor minority of it that are just like wrestling's all right. It's cool. I'm good at it. I can do it. But man. But, if they, but, but I don't but think I that those you, are the
0: guys that make it to the high but level. I
1: guarantee you, if there was something else that would pay Brock this amount of money, he would not be doing this.
0: Hmm. Yeah, if maybe. Brock,
1: if Brock would have made the NFL like he tried that one time, he would not be doing this. If I, UFC could consistently give him paydays like wrestling can, he would not do this. He would rather do the quote-unquote legitimate things. These are things he said. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I don't say he's not a bad person for it. Fuck it. Go get money however you can get it.
0: Maybe. Maybe you're right. You I roll, just don't. I just don't get
1: Did you? No. Uh, Fuck it. Your money.
0: I don't know. I got maybe. nothing
1: bad to say about that.
0: Um. So let's get to the shits. All right. Which one do you want to do first?
1: All right. Let's start with Becky. <sighs> let's talk about the women's match. Let's right. talk about the women's match first. Right?
0: Ronda Rousey, Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch ends up taking both titles from Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. You said the man wrong like twice. Well, I was getting that. Um, <laughs> um, Weird finish, but the finish that we all wanted,
1: right? It was the only thing that I was willing to accept because I've told you and Kyle this. Had WrestleMania not ended with Becky Lynch standing victorious over everyone, and not just in her match, but when the show ended, I was out. Yeah. I was going to take at least a hard break from wrestling because... I I like wrestling for what I like it as, and I like Becky Lynch. I like the story she runs, I like the, the, the social media stuff she does, I like how she, she just went at Ronda Rousey on Twitter or Facebook, anywhere, just savagely for months, and it was all in fun and games, and it was all to sell tickets, and yes, it took Ronda Rousey to main event that WrestleMania with her, but... If Becky wasn't there, Ronda's not main eventing either. She's not main eventing that alone with Charlotte. Right. Charlotte
0: yeah. didn't have Charlotte did not have the world on fire. The fans weren't behind Charlotte or Ronda right. in the same way they were behind right. Becky. Right. The only time in history I've ever believed a sign
1: that said if if so and so loses we riot yeah. was with the uh, the RVD and John Cena, if, if if Cena wins we riot. Correct. But I think it wouldn't have been a riot at the Meadowlands. But it had been some pissed. It had been like you want to talk about mad wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen trash get thrown in the ring since Hulk Hogan flipped that one time. But it had been something like that, I have a feeling. Yeah. Because it.
0: Oh my God. Becky was, for the past eight months, 10 months, the highest merch seller. Clearly getting the best responses at the live events. Um, the man. The man. The, that, that whole moniker has sort of taken on its own life. Yes, yes. Um, and it was looking like for a long time, it was just going to be Becky and Ronda heads up in a, in a one-on-one contest, and then Charlotte Flair gets shoehorned in with really no explanation as to why. I mean, Vince came out one night. No,
1: he was dead honest with you. He told everybody why he put her in the match.
0: Yeah, no, like, I get... And like, that's the real reason he put her in the match. No, I get that. I get that. But... It, like we just kind of like let it happen yes there's nothing we could do no i'm not saying that there's nothing we could do no
1: i understand but i know no, i'm what, telling what, you i understand what you're saying
0: what i'm saying is that like it was like okay we have this one-on-one match set mm-hmm. let's insert charlotte mm-hmm. and then it's just like okay like i i guess but that's it was so unfulfilling you know what i mean like it, it wasn't like it wasn't what i wanted it wasn't even so much that it wasn't what I wanted, but it, it just felt like it was, like there was nothing behind it. Like, sh- like Vince wasn't behind Charlotte. No, the for, only... for weeks ago. Like it was like, oh, and, we're just getting Vince to shoehorn Charlotte like, into this why. match. Like, a we know of, why. Like but one, it wasn't one,
1: like. What I'm saying though, because at it, it, some points, like you, I don't, you couldn't have a long enough match with just Becky
0: and Ronda. What I'm saying is that. It wasn't like Charlotte went to Vince on television when no, it's no. like, you, it was gotta you gotta get me into this match. You gotta get right. me into this match. It wasn't like, Oh, I'll fight for this match, I'll right. fight for this. it. it no, was no. just like it just happened and that was it. Yeah, that was it. There was no there was no build up to it. No that's what I, that's what my, right, right. my was issue no explanation,
1: was with it. no reason, no rhyme or reason. It just it just happened. Right.
0: Correct. Yeah. But anyway, we got the finish we wanted. We got the match we wanted. Um Becky is now the I guess. Champ, champ. I guess they're gonna uni- unite the champ. Doesn't champion. matter. She's the champ champ. I mean, yeah. It's it sets up an interesting play for the superstar shakeup, though, because now she can go either ways, and it looks like um, Lacey Evans is going to be the
1: first so, contender.
0: So she's uh, a
1: Fake Charlotte, Charlotte too, Charlotte too. Except for what did she say the other day? She's like, "Come out here and and, uh, and beat you, and still make it home in time to make my man a sandwich."
0: Isn't that like the shtick she's running? She's running like a Southern Belle, like wow. women know her place kind of thing. It's oh man, kind of annoying. So you, we both listen to. Um,
1: well, I don't know if you still do the that Katie the Katie Nolan Sports yeah question mark podcast yeah. So they like uh, the one her producer is watches wrestling a lot, and she she was explaining to Katie Nolan mm-hmm. about. Lacey Evans's character. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh no, I do
0: not like that. I do not <laughs> like that at all." She well, was like- I think in NXT for a while, her and like Wesley Blake and somebody else was running like this Southern Maga sort of pseudo uh, faction that they were they were doing
1: Man. for a little while.
0: So they were like, "That is that is not cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little it's a little sketchy." All right, now let's get to the.
1: Well, for you, this was the biggest highlight. This was yes. For me, this was. It's not even one A. It's like one point one. Yeah, it's 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 right there because the Becky thing. I, I I got bought in like you were you were invested. I bought into that. Like I Highly. enjoyed it. I was I was I was the mark and the shill in this one for sure.
0: Kyle has a, the man hoodie. Yeah. He's Kofi a Kingston. Though, so yeah, they're gonna <laughs> cool. stick together. Kofi Kingston challenged Daniel Bryan. The new Daniel Bryan. The new Daniel Bryan for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This is the most sought-after prize in all of sports entertainment. All of sports and the all of entertainment. The most coveted prize in the business. Most coveted prize in the business. Daniel Bryan, the new eco-friendly planet Champion. Jackass. He had a new title commissioned made out of organic materials. Hemp. Hemp. Naturally fallen oak. And
1: earth stones, and as earth they stones.
0: call them. It was... A legitimately beautiful title. It looked pretty cool, honestly. Very yeah. fucking cool. The turquoise cool. rocks made it... earth stones, I'm sorry. I hope at some great. point it it gets a, another run, because it really was cool looking. Just not. Um And in the past sad. two months, Kofi Kingston of The New Day has... New Day? Been on a run of... I, I don't think I've ever seen anything truly like it. Okay, and so
1: here's the craziest part of it, though, is... It wasn't supposed to happen. None of this was supposed to happen. If Mustafa Ali doesn't get hurt. Right. He got his shot because another wrestler caught a concussion. Yeah. So it was like, hey, what we're going to do is we're just going to slot you in here and see how it goes. And no one knew that they had just dropped a bomb.
0: Yeah. If this had been in the cards when Mustafa Ali got hurt, he probably doesn't let anybody know that he had got a concussion. Because the way it would have went, I mean, we don't know this for sure, but right. if you just take Mustafa and Kofi Kingston and switch their roles, we're looking at the first, is he Pakistani? I don't know,
1: because I have a feeling that if Mustafa Ali had done all that, when Kevin Owens came back, Kevin Owens would have taken his spot. You might be right. But anyway. He didn't. And it, and he didn't. And he caught a concussion. So, yeah.
0: Kofi Kingston ends up capturing the WWE Championship to become the first African-born WWE champion and the second African-American WWE champion. Out of the 50 previous champions, only two have been black. And now, at this current time, the WWE is closing in on a billion dollars in revenue for 2019. Jesus Christ. And Kofi Kingston is the face of a billion-dollar
1: company. Can you ask for a better representative though? Like Can you te- Okay, first we'll go here, we'll go here first, Toast. That was a badass match. Oh. That was a good match. You want to talk that, about tugging at the if, heartstrings. If it weren't for the 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 women, like the phenomenon and, and the and the tsunami that they created, like Kofi and, and Daniel would have highlighted all right, I mean main event at WrestleMania. 100%. That would have been your main event. For sure. Um and when he slapped that ref slapped his hand and hit three Mm -hmm. there weren't a whole lot of cheers and pops in the crowd you could hear because of the open air arena and it goes straight up and everything Yeah, but you could hear those people go nuts and you could see them losing their shit
0: I've never seen anything like it I've never seen anybody win a championship like that and on that scale people reacting in that way I can only think of one other time which time was that? When Daniel Bryan did it. At 30. That's
1: the last time that it, it was one of those. that was. I think that was the last time was one of those things where whatever plans that WWE had, they're like, well, we can't do it. We don't have a choice anymore. Like, this is the way we
0: have to go or we're fucked. That had been a year in the making because that WrestleMania prior. Right. That's yeah. when he lost to Sheamus in 11 sec- seconds, 18 seconds.
1: Right, but I mean, they did the same thing. You're a B-plus player, you're just okay, you're mm-hmm. just okay. And it worked so well with a guy who formerly got called a B-plus player to now call
0: someone a B-plus player. Yeah, and we give Kofi a lot of credit, but we need to also shout out Daniel Bryan because only a year ago was he at his first WrestleMania back after three-year hiatus. You know he hasn't missed a pay-per-view since? He hasn't. I don't think he's missed a week. He hasn't missed anything since. He hasn't missed anything since. And... We love Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah, we love us some Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is legitimately, without question, the best technical professional wrestler on the planet. Full stop. Could even make the argument all around best professional wrestler on the planet. Full stop. So, with that being said, um, I know I was thinking. Sorry, I
1: wasn't. I wasn't. I was was just thinking. I'm, I'm. I'm not finding a great argument.
0: With that being said, for him to be able to go from being the most beloved character on WWE television to being one of the most despised. Oh, yeah. just Like, he was the most despised person for their character. It's a true testament to his talent to right. be able to, to like, take something that, ma- on on paper, being an eco-friendly activist should make you a good guy. <laughs> right? Not when you come across that way, though. But not when you come off arrogant And narcissistic. Yeah. But Kofi Kingston. Great match, though. But Kofi fucking Kingston. Bros, I... Xavier fucking Woods. Big fucking E. That that trio of guys has really been just an unbelievable force in the WWE for the past however many years they've been together. I mean, they sell merch... They interact with the fans. They're great on their own as individuals. They all have their own separate things going on. Xavier has up, up, down, down. And I mean, you couldn't ask for a better dynamic of guys to be put together to be main eventers. And now you have Kofi Kingston as your champion. And then nobody really thought that that would ever going to happen. Nobody thought in his 11-year career he won every other title, Intercontinental, United States, tag team. No one ever really thought that he would be world heavyweight champion caliber. And yet, here we are. He's done it. And he did it without pissing, bitching, complaining, moaning, none of that. Just a straight-up, organic groundswell of support from the fans and from all of his peers in the back and it's that, just been been fantastic
1: that that was one of the things that was um, that was really good. not only did the people who watch wrestling want him to succeed and achieve this and, and get it done, but you could legitimately tell that all of his peers were rooting for this to happen yeah like a lot of times they'll tell you you know as long as it's, as long as business is good we're happy right as long as everybody's making money, we're good but you could see that they they cared. Yeah, like, hey, did you see the video of MVP? Oh, and Shad Gaspar. And Shad um, Gaspar. Yeah, like that. Those were two grown ass
0: men mm-hmm. shedding tears because another grown ass man want to pretend fight. <laughs> real tears, bro. Real tears, and I know that it doesn't like, in terms of like fighting, like we know it's not an, a real athletic competition. Right. But it does mean something. Because like I said, now Kofi Kingston is the face. A black man is the face see, of a billion dollar company. He's Grand
1: Slam champion now, right?
0: Full, full Grand Slam champion. The Hardys see, are Grand Slam champions is, now, too. That, Jeff, Har- Jeff Hardy is actually like the full, full Grand Slam thing, champion. Like,
1: uh, like, even though he is half black, The Rock's Samoan to me. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could say that. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, but like when I think of The Rock, and I don't, it's not, I don't know why... Like, the first thing I think of when I see The Rock is, oh, that big Samoan dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, The Rock is one of the greatest of all time, easily. Oh, yeah. And he is half black, he's half Samoan, so he does fit the bill. But when you look at The Rock and you look at Kofi... Right, The Rock was supposed to do this. You look at The Rock and you look at Kofi, you, you see... You 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 say like one of these guys is going to be WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and you're like, oh, it's going to be the Rock. It's going to be the guy with the big muscles and the big head and tattoos and all that stuff. And then you look at Kofi, and he wears bright colors. They wear unicorn horns on their head. They dance. They twerk.
1: That's like what he was telling. Uh.
0: Yeah. It's uh, like he he he's not story? he's not championship material in the most classic sense. No, but he's not. Right now, in this day, 2019, where representation matters, yes, he is. So another big part of it, it was all the underlying stuff that went through the whole, the whole
1: story. The race issue. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, a lot of people like us. Glass ceilings. Glass ceilings, mountains to climb. And mm-hmm. like, they never came out and said it though.
0: Didn't have to. They didn't have to. One of the very few times. And that's what when- made it
1: better because at that, cause at that point you really could be like, oh, well they don't want to let either, you if you weren't one of those people who, you know, if you were somehow one of those people who didn't understand that we had never had a black champion, like a full black champion, well besides Ron Simmons, you know what I mean? Right. Shout out to Florida State football. Yes. Uh, as JR would continue to say, full-time All-American. <laughs> full-time All-American in Florida State. Um, but, like, it could have been, you know, the the comedy guys can't be your champion. The the little guys can't be your champion. Yes, Billy Graham, the little, did you hear that? Yes. Yes, the little guy. At not not Billy Graham, the preacher, preacher guy, Billy Graham, the wrestler. Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. Go, go all the way, fuck yourself, bro. Please. How about that? Um, he's not the biggest or the strongest, but like you said, like the I, normal wrestling tag teams don't last this long. Mm-hmm. But when every other shirt in the crowd
0: is pink or baby blue, mm-hmm. there's a reason you guys have been a tag team for five years. When you come out and everybody is screaming at the top of their lungs, your intro. There's a reason why. You you actually had an a, a real
1: serial. On store shelves with
0: wrestlers riding a unicorn on it named Booty O's. So a great story that I heard from the, did you watch The Table for Three with Adam Cole, Ricochet, and Johnny Gargano? I did not. So Adam Cole's real name is Austin. And he got a call one day. I've heard this story though OVW I've heard the story though Yeah, and they were basically like you got the job we're gonna give you a contract just come on through all you gotta do is show up you're good to go and he sent the photo and they were like oh you're not the guy we want you're not the Austin we were looking for we were looking for Xavier Woods whose real name is also Austin now add that to that E60 special from a few years back right where they talk very highly of Xavier Woods mm-hmm. saying that he's got everything except he's a little short but other than that he's our he he's the perfect person fit. yeah perfect fit for WWE that to me says that like i don't know I don't know if there is a such thing as job security in WWE or in professional wrestling, but it seems to me that he has job security because he started his own up, up, down, down thing on his own and somehow WWE got wind of it not only embraced it, but now like push it on their flagship television shows. Oh yeah. But I mean, like... But people that
1: watch it know why. Okay, there's a reason. I think there's a there's a like a couple reasons why that thing, why up up down down took off so much. One, uh, he's Austin's an incredibly engaging person. Mm -hmm. It's you can tell it's something he's passionate about. He likes video games. He likes the anime. He likes joking around and having fun with his friends. So you can tell it's somebody who really knows what they're doing and enjoys what they're doing. But also, it's like me and you say all the time. You get to see these people you see on TV as real people. Right. Because I heard the Adam Cole story when he told Xavier Woods that on the show, on on the channel, on the YouTube. That's when I heard the story. He was like, right. oh, they were, he was like, they're like, we're linked and they told the story. Yeah. That's also the first time, not the first time, but one of the times I saw uh, Baron Corbin's real personality when they tell the the road story the road stories him, him,
0: him and breeze a and it's episode. like
1: tyler breeze in real life is baron corbin on tv baron <laughs> corbin in real life is tyler
0: breeze on tv <laughs> i love that right? i never thought of it like that but yeah like tyler hilarious. breeze in real life is baron corbin they had a great moment after did you see the uh the video of tyler breeze meeting uh, the New Day after they won in gorilla position? I didn't. Oh, my Did God. Did you see the video of Tyler Breeze and
1: Austin uh, or Xavier Woods watching the, uh, Batista, the Batista entrance? entrance? That's so great.
0: Yeah! <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was way too loud. That's all right. Um, but, yeah, it's like you have Kobe Kingston, 11 years in the business. You have a, a Xavier Woods, who's been, uh, you know, like he, he, he's – one of the most beloved people backstage. And then oh, yeah. you have big E who is the only thing that overshadows big E's muscles are his personality. It's him doing the splits. Maybe. I mean, he's just, he's just a phenomenal dude. Oh, yeah, like, all these guy. dudes are just great dudes. And I say this as someone who's never even met them. They just come off that way. When but you see they, just in ra- real life they just, they yeah. just radiate just genuine.
1: Hey, and joy. he was nice enough to forgive Hulk Hogan's racist ass.
0: You know what? And that says a lot too, because he didn't have to like, None. who was Hulk Hogan to him? other than I'm, you know and look that's what
1: well i said earlier i was like i'm not even gonna talk about it i almost turned russell off when his ass walked out
0: you know what man i'm cool with never seen hulk Hogan never again you and but me that's both? me um so we've been going on and on okay we gotta talk about one thing though yeah let's let's first off we were so happy kofi did it absolutely
1: um if you actually, if you want to get kind of emotional, just find a reaction video somewhere. You mm-hmm. might not cry, but it'll get a little dusty in the room. i promise You'll definitely you. understand why it's so important. Yeah, especially if it's something you're passionate about that you've liked your whole life, like we do. We care about it. He seems like a good guy. He brought his little kids in the ring to throw T-shirts out to people. Yeah. So the other thing I want to talk about was the Hall of Fame. All right. Yeah. So they're putting Bret Hart in. Yep. Heart Foundation. Right. The Heart Foundation. Well, Bret Hart's there and Natalia's there. Yeah. And some jackass. I guess we'll go with lack like, of a better term. That's good. Runs up in there.
0: Yeah. Bro,
1: did you see how quick Travis Brown got in that?
0: Dude, he gave him hands and feet.
1: Dude, did you see hell. the best blow of the night, though?
0: From Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder's there Okay, him so a little, the best part about that was... A little right there, Fred. He
1: and right. just let him drop, too. Yep. That was the best part. He, he stole him yep. and just let him drop. The Let's best part of the, all of that circled back to me, though, was... The next night on the on the uh, at Mania, mm-hmm. as soon as Dash Wilder checked in the match, Corey Graves is like, "Oh, the heavy handed Dash <laughs> Wilder has entered the match."
0: <laughs> the promo that they did, they did a promo yeah. where uh, Scott Dawson was like, "You know, he's a real knockout kind of yeah,
1: guy." Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like they, um, and honestly, that's kind of the another part of the reason I thought that the revival was going to go over because of that. I was like. Oh, Dash Wilder became a cult legend when he punched that dude in the face. Yeah, yeah. But here's my question about that. Okay, so I understand just in in life in general, it's not a good idea to just run up on people. No. Whether you think you can beat up this old man or not, it doesn't matter. But you really don't run up on people when they're surrounded by the largest human beings you have ever seen, who not only look at this man as a friend and a peer – but most of them legitimately look up to him as a wrestling god mm-hmm. and living legend. Mm-hmm. Like half of those guys
0: that are sitting there watching and clapping for him will tell you, oh, I started wrestling because of that guy. Well, it was a new stage setup for them. They, they had the actual inductees in the center of a ring as opposed to on the stage. It didn't co- look nearly as stupid as it normally did. Well, from what I understand is that this guy jumped back from 18 rows to get yeah, to that ring. Yeah,
1: apparently they say he was
0: plotting. Like he saw the moment and took it. 18 rows he caught a lapse in security that's a lot of laps that's a that's a huge lapse in security i mean i've been to my fair share of arenas um i don't know i don't know if i would be able to get past 18 rows in order to get to like a f- on the field or on i the don't court. either i don't think i could i just don't know like i don't know what the fuck is going on there but um that I, be surprised. Got, I, I just would be like surprised if, if they changed the format back to the. Stage. But I just like to see
1: when people get what they deserve. Absolutely. Like he, he, that guy went out
0: there. He asked to get hands put on him. He got hands put who on Who was him. your favorite inductee from the Hall of Fame this year, real quick? Yeah, had DX. He had Heart Foundation, Brutus the DeBarber B Cake. Uh, well, it, w- it wasn't Brother Brutus. Yeah, it wasn't Brutus. Um, Torrey Wilson. Uh, who it else? was probably DX. I was going to say Torrey Wilson. Just because I followed her career after wrestling, and she's been like killing it. Like, do you follow? I mean, her on it certainly Instagram? wasn't the Honky Tonk Man. Oh yeah, and Honky Tonk. <laughs> Every time I think of Honky Tonk Man, I think about uh, Luke Al's story about him when uh, they <laughs> they were at some indie. I think they were at like a convention, and um, they had like you know like. A spread of like merch and shit like that, going, or maybe may, may even food. I can't, uh-huh. I can't recall. He talked about this on Talking Shop, and uh, he goes up to Honky. And he's like, "Huh? It's a nice spread we got here, Honky, huh?" And he's like, ha, huh, It's coming out of your check, you fucking Mark." <laughs> I've heard that. You're right. I have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh, oh man. Yeah. So that's Mania. That was wrestling in a nutshell for us. That was a lot of wrestling. This is the longest episode we've ever done, but it's appropriate. Because we were discussing a five and a half hour show plus a two hour. If you feel like editing out any of my nonsense, feel no. We're keeping it all. We're keeping it all, including the dead air. So congratulations. Cut the dead air out. Not keeping it in it. Um. Any final words? Um. I get
1: that if you've actually made it this far through the podcast, you probably like wrestling a little bit, or you're just dedicated to the podcast, or. You like Aaron because, I mean, nobody <laughs> likes me enough to listen to an hour and a half of me talk. Nobody. <laughs> um, so if you hung in there, we appreciate it. If you hate wrestling,
0: our bad. Um, no, not our bad. We look. You are, If
1: you actually, if you hate wrestling, you're bad. Just leave us alone.
0: Yeah. When, I'm not burying the lead here. I'm telling you in the title what we're talking about. Right. All so the, it's all wrestling you, all the time. If you click on it, you know, you're you know what you're yourself getting yourself into.
1: Yeah. And so if I'm guest hosting next week while Ed is still. In Nigeria, we probably won't talk this much wrestling.
0: No, we're not talking wrestling anymore. I'm probably not going to watch wrestling again for another week just to like de-cleanse de, de myself from I, I watched the, some wrestling
1: at work today. I digitally. can't even lie to you. Yeah, on Saturdays, <laughs> I get to sit around the office for a, a real good stretch.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to watch highlights on YouTube I watched, later. On. I watch
1: quite a bit of wrestling. I'm not going to lie. Actually, you know what? I'm probably going to go home and finish uh, getting reacquainted with some Game of Thrones
0: mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Big night oh man big night coming big yeah. week coming up we got the nhl playoff starts oh hey NBA speaking of playoffs. Uh,
1: nhl playoffs didn't we uh we're not paying attention I, I get the I, I it. the, not, not, the I know the devil's over. missed not happening
0: this year i know the devil's missed the playoffs but
1: no, no no i don't, it's not about the playoffs didn't y'all get the number one pick though we did that's what's up second
0: we had two number one picks in three years who was the last one you got uh it was nico okay nico schreier so um, is is there a legit like franchise changer in
1: the draft Who's the new young dude that's really good in hockey? i know his name if I heard it. Oh, Austin
0: Austin Matthews. Yes. Yeah. Is there um, one of those
1: guys in the draft? Is there a Sidney Crosby type guy in the draft for y'all to get?
0: I mean, like, is there Zion? Is Zion out there? Yes, but here's the thing. Our owner, our GM, is a crazy person. So okay. there's okay. really no telling what he's going to do. <laughs> okay. okay. Our, like, I should be excited about this, but our whole organization is so far in shambles that there's there's i mean i i don't i don't know look i'll tell you this think. much if
1: you want to talk about my team's in shambles and i don't want to watch them i saw the Astros lose a whole bunch they don't really be losing a whole lot now
0: like <laughs> i mean look we went through a long rebuilding phase right and we were we were at this point supposed to be well within our uh our playoff Runs and right. we're not there yeah. yet, so who knows? But anyway, we're we're not concerned with that right now. So um, we'll have. But shout out to Taylor Hall for your, for being there for both number one picks. I mean, I don't know of another representative for a team to go to a draft and get two number one picks. You know who's
1: going for the Knicks this year?
0: What do you mean going for? Who's
1: going to be their representative at the lottery? Who's going to be their quote unquote lucky charm? Charles Oakley, Big Pat, Pat. Ewing, 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 I, isn't he involved in another team? No, he coaches. He's the head coach at Georgetown. Oh. oh, he's out there. He is total Jamaican father too.
0: I thought he was an assistant coach at. Like no, no, he co- he co- he was an
1: uh, he was an assistant coach in the league for a while. Like uh, like he was an assistant coach so far back. Uh, the last year they were in Seattle, he was an assistant coach on the Sonics, and then I know oh. he did some work with the uh, okay. the Orlando Magic. But no, he's a head coach at Georgetown, and uh, he's full Jamaican father. <sighs>
0: i did see that one video yeah now i, remember. About, I see that video about, i remember saw that video.
1: did you practice that shot yeah yes when when did you practice these shots <laughs> was like oh shit pat you went full jamaican dad nice all right well thanks for hanging this out and talking wrestling actually
0: <laughs> um don't forget to rate subscribe and review thanks for listening hey yeah later